0: crazed dogs and have some fun get your popcorn ready i'm here so i won't get fine it's about the stoop i gotta say it's the stupidest thing in sports now what get your big butt out of here
1: what's up everyone welcome to the fantasy guides podcast brought to you by ShopFantasyGuides.com. i am here with steven this morning we call this the flex and what we do is some rapid uh, rapid fire spreads and start sit advice all using steven's season guides from shopfantasyguides.com uh, steven let's jump into it and let's start with a thursday recap the lions beat the packers 34 to 20 what were some of
0: your takeaways from that game uh the lions are a good team that yeah. they look like a playoff team they beat the chiefs they the Packers have been good, a good team so far this season and they pretty much handled them. I think that this game wasn't even as close as the score might indicate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I think the Packers at halftime had like, I don't know if it was halftime, but I know their first 22 plays, they had like negative one yard. Um, it was, it was hard to watch. And the other thing is a lot of people are upset, myself included about the misuse of uh, Jameer Gibbs. He's just not getting the ball. David Montgomery had 32 rushing attempts last night. Which is insane. I thought he might be a little bit limited coming back from that injury, but no, they used him almost exclusively. He had 121 yards, three touchdowns. He had a monster day. And Gibbs looking like a fantasy bust at this point in the season makes you kind of question using a 12th overall pick on him. He probably could have been used elsewhere and got any running back in the NFL to play the limited role that Gibbs had. But no, uh, Lions look good, man, and their offense looks good. Their defense looks good too. So. That was kind of my quick takeaways, and then Jordan Love, like you've you've said, Jesse, does not he does not look that good. He, I, I know there was some pressure on him last night, but he didn't even look like he was trying to get away from the pressure very much. I Man, had some really bad throws, um, had some good ones too, but he he looks like he's still got a long ways to go.
1: Yeah, I was just never a big Jordan Love guy, and and that was one of those nights where he looked like you know a, a first year starter. Um, Yeah. And, and totally agree on Gibbs. It, and it's funny because Gibbs looks so good, you know? So it's just, I don't understand it. Um, I do wonder if he like, doesn't know the entire playbook or something. So they just use him in limited roles. I, I don't know. It is, it is frustrating. I I could feel Jacob's (laughs) frustration coming through on the, uh, the group chat and and I have him in. (laughs) Yeah. He's not happy. Well, he's not, he, he doesn't hide it very well. No, no. Well, and then I, I, I own him in one league, so I totally get what he's getting at. And yeah, you know, it's, and, and those, the, the funny part is those touchdowns that David Montgomery were running in. I think we could put Casey back there with a <laughs> yes. bobblehead helmet on, and he could have run in with some <laughs> of those holes that they were generating. I like how he's
0: wearing, like how he's wearing a bobblehead
1: helmet. <laughs> oh, just I, I think his, I, I feel like it. his helmet would definitely not fit him. Right, mm-hmm. if we mm. if we got him in the oh, game, oh no no, hundred would... percent, it would be yeah. bigger than than it, it would look bigger than normal. We wouldn't make him wear an axiom, but
0: like we, no, but it,
1: it would that only be a looks funny good
0: one. on that only looks good on Micah Parsons. I'm convinced that's it. He's
1: the only guy that can pull that off. Yeah. Uh, I agree. All right, man. Well, let's jump into uh, this week's games and what you think we can do with these. Um, the first one I got up here is the Falcons at the Jaguars. Uh, the Jaguars are favored by three with uh, just your run of the mill, 43 and a half point over under um, this.
0: Is this one? Is this it's a London London game? Okay, sweet. Yeah. Jesse set your alarm. It starts at nine 30 Eastern time. So I'm, I, I actually, I got to say,
1: I love waking up and just having oh, a game same. going already. Yeah.
0: Same. I, I would love a, a London game every week. Yeah. Just yep. football. Right. When I wake up, it's starting. And then as soon as I close my eyes to go to bed, it's ending. Um, in this one, it's a good matchup for Desmond Ritter, but I don't think we can trust him. He kind of he just does not look that good. Um, if you're super desperate, though, I think Ritter can get in your lineup. We know Bijan's in. Uh, Kyle Pitts, it's a good lineup. It's a good matchup for him, I should say. Um, I don't mind starting him in this one. He still came through with nine fantasy points last week, which at the tight end position is not terrible. So I think Pitts can uh, be good in this one. It's a decent matchup also for Drake London. Um, just kind of depends on how deep your roster is. Uh, but it's it's an OK matchup for him. It's just hard to trust him on the on the little bit of volume that he's getting. Um, and then on the Jackson side of the ball, they've just been they've been frustrating. Um, it's not really happened so far for Trevor Lawrence, but I do believe Jacksonville to take this for what it's worth. I, I'm just kind of going off the, uh, the gut here, but I feel like Jacksonville's played pretty well in these London games. Um, it's not the greatest matchup for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Atlanta's giving up the 12th fewest points to the position, the fifth fewest completions. Um, and it's not a great matchup for ETN either. Fourth fewest points, but he's still going to be in your lineup. Uh, I do love the matchup for Evan Ingram. Get him in your lineup. Uh, Atlanta's giving up the seventh most points to the position. So I like that one. And then Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk and the wide receiver core. It's not a great matchup. Ridley, you're starting, but the other ones I'd probably sit in this one. Um, Atlanta's giving up the fourth fewest receptions fourth fewest receiving yards and the seventh fewest fantasy points all right love
1: it uh next game moving on we've got the dolphins at the bills the bills are actually favored by two and a half uh no respect for the the dolphins who are just boat racing people right now Um, uh over under is 53 and a half so we're expecting a lot of points in this game
0: a lot of fireworks uh what do you got for bills dolphins well i'll bring up to uh he's you know the the QB three right now, but I do have a lot of people that took him as their second quarterback. So I'm getting a lot of questions. Should I start Tua or like Lamar Jackson this week, it's a really bad matchup for Tua on paper, not to say he can't come through, but Buffalo giving up the second fewest fantasy points to the position. Um, they're basically a bottom three uh, defense right now to attack. So it just kind of depends on your options. Just know it's not an amazing matchup for him. However, this could turn into a shootout and, and things could get better. Um, same with the running back position, Buffalo giving up the eleventh fewest points to the running back position. So don't expect Raheem Mostert and Devin A. Chain to do what they did last week. This is gonna be a much tougher matchup. Um and then the same thing for the wide receivers, Buffalo giving up the third fewest or the, sorry, the second fewest fantasy points to uh the wide receiver position. They're basically a, another bottom three matchup to exploit, but you're still starting those wide receivers. Um and then on the Buffalo side of the ball, um kind of feels like a start all your bills situation. Yeah, it is. It's a start. All your bills, uh, Miami, very porous defense. Even Denver, actually, the, fantasy wise, all, all the players came through pretty well. Like Russ had a right. good game. The wide receivers had good games. Could have had much better games if it weren't for some penalties. And even Javante Williams would have had a good game if the script wasn't so bad. So yeah, start start Allen, start Cook, start. I mean, if you have to start Dalton Kincaid, it's a good matchup for basically every positional group. So get all your bills in this one. Right, and then let the race for the number one overall pick begin because
1: we've got two, <laughs> two zero and three versus zero and three matchups next here. So, uh, Vikings at the Panthers. Vikings are favored by four. That run of the mill forty six and a half point over under. Uh, I like the Vikings to bounce back here. They they just feel like they've lost close games. I think they can get past the Panthers. Uh, what do you got on this
0: one? Yeah, you would hope so. Um, I think it's kind of interesting that Kirk Cousins. All the talk about him you know not being that great of a quarterback and he's breaking all of you know passing records this year but they're not winning so those conversations are still going to be happening the the guy just i don't know i don't think he can catch a break but you're still starting him this isn't a great matchup carolina giving up the ninth fewest points to the qb position so just kind of keep that in mind when you're trying to decide if you want to start him or not really good matchup for alexander madison i actually like him this week to have a bounce back um The Panthers given up the third most points to the running back position. Um, TJ Hawkinson, it's kind of an average matchup, but he's playing. And then you're definitely starting Justin Jefferson. But Jordan Addison, you might look at your options because Carolina given up the fourth fewest points to the wide receiver position. So keep that in mind. They've been a a pretty tough unit as far as just over the first three weeks of the season. And then on the Carolina side of the ball, Minnesota, their defense has been pretty bad. So if you're desperate, I don't know quite yet if it's going to be andy dalton or bryce young i still think it's going to be andy dalton but um kind of a desperation you know second quarterback and like a super flex option could be andy dalton he had a good game last week scored 24 points i believe um minnesota given up they're a they're a top 10 unit to attack for quarterbacks so it's a good matchup for him not quite as good of a matchup for the running backs um miles sanders you're probably still playing him but just know Minnesota gives up the 10th fewest points to the running back position Um, I'm probably not looking to start Hayden Hurst unless I'm desperate I love Adam Thielen this week though he came through with a monster game last week scored over 30 fantasy points was targeted 14 times Jesse it's the revenge game him going against Mm -hmm. his old squad so you got to think he's trying to put a little extra on him and Minnesota giving up the fourth most points to the wide receiver position they are a top five unit to attack for wide receivers so get him in your lineup
1: all right. The other zero and three toilet bowl that we have is the Broncos are favored by three at Chicago Bears, forty-six and a half point over under. Uh,
0: let's see if the Broncos can lose a fourth straight game that they are favored in. Mm. Excuse me. Yeah, this is this is one I think they can, Jesse. I actually think Denver's going to win this one. I okay. think, okay. as bad as they looked against Miami, I just know Chicago can't do that same thing against us. You know, so. Uh but this is start all your players.
1: <laughs> Everyone's
0: defense is yeah, start everyone. Fields, start Roshan Johnson, Khalil Herbert. Uh maybe not Cole Komet. Denver's actually been okay against the tight end position. Start DJ Moore though. I'm not scared about uh did he go by P two? I, I have a lot of people that just refer to him as P two. Patrick or is it PS two? Sorry. I think they call him PS two. I have not I've I've not heard that. Oh PS two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess that makes sense. That would make sense. So, But uh, DJ Moore actually had a good game against him either, either last year or the year before. Um, so don't be scared of starting DJ Moore. Um, you can pass on Denver. And then same with the Denver side of the ball. Start Russell Wilson. He's actually been pretty decent this year, even though the Broncos look terrible. Uh, I think he's a great start this week. Chicago giving up a ton of points to the quarterback position. And Javante Williams, love him this week. Chicago giving up only denver's giving up more points than the chicago bears to the running back position um they so get javante williams in your lineup and then i still like Cortland sutton and jerry judy in this one so get those guys in your lineup marvin mims looks amazing every time he touches the ball i just think we need to wait until we see him getting the ball more often to feel comfortable throwing him into our lineups all right with two bad defenses i'm kind of surprised it's only
1: 46 and a half i think that this could be uh A higher scoring game so i like well i don't don't think they trust the offenses either that's the problem exactly all right next game we've got the ravens at the browns uh browns are favored by three low low total points uh 40 and a half on the over under what are you thinking in this game
0: yeah uh, baltimore only projected for 18 and a half implied points in this one that's low that's that's uh, i think they're the fourth fewest projected points i think that just goes to the fact that um Vegas really likes the Browns defense and they should. That's a legitimate defense right now. Lamar Jackson temper expectations. It's really hard to bench him, but Cleveland, every single metric in our season guide has them ranked first. They are stout against the quarterback position right now. So temper expectations for Lamar Jackson, Uh, the running backs. I don't feel comfortable starting Gus or justice Hill. Cleveland has been very stout against running backs. So I'm holding off starting either of those guys, Mark Andrews. You're going to start him, but Cleveland giving up the fewest points to every meaningful tight end stat. It's all of them. All of the position groups for Baltimore, Cleveland is stout against them. So like Zay Flowers, I don't think necessarily needs to be in your lineup. Um, You take it case by case, but it's a tough matchup for sure. And then on the Cleveland side of the ball, let me get to them real quick. Um, I think it's for Deshaun Watson, it's a little bit tougher. Baltimore giving up the eighth fewest fantasy points to the quarterback position. And then Jerome Ford last week, 18 rushing yards. He just happened to score on a kind of a fluky uh, double move lined up wide. I don't think that's really his forte. So um, I'd be hesitant with Jerome Ford, maybe as a flex, but not as my RB2, unless I'm desperate. Um, Same with Kareem Hunt. Um, I'm not really looking to start Njoku either. Uh, Baltimore giving up the second fewest points to the tight end position and Njoku hasn't really come through anyway so I don't think he needs to be started but definitely start Amari Cooper and Elijah Moore in this one as Baltimore's given up the eighth most fantasy points to the wide receiver position and they're giving up the third most targets and receptions to the position so I think both those guys could come through for you.
1: I'm over here frantically, you know, adding the Cleveland Browns defense and uh,
0: seeing if I can find a different quarterback from Lamar. You know, I love this This is what this is all about. Get Cleveland's defense. They're actually available. Well, before the waiver wire, they're available in more than 50 percent of Yahoo leagues and they shouldn't be. They're a good defense. So
1: right on. Okay, next game we've got here. Steelers at the Texans. Steelers favored by two and a half. Um I don't know. Texans may play well at home here. 42 and a half point over under. What do you got for this
0: game? Yeah, this is kind of a situation of they've been very good to fantasy uh, uh, offenses. So it it looks good for every position. I'll just say that for Pittsburgh. Uh, Kenny Pickett, if you're desperate, get him in your lineup because... Um, they're giving up the third most points to the quarterback position. They're giving up the fourth most points to the running back position. So I, I'm not going to say start Najee Harris cause he's been so bad. I recommended him last week and he busted, but the matchup is there, I'll, you know? So if you're desperate, you can throw him in. Same, uh, same with Jalen Warren, definitely start Pat Fryermuth. They're giving up the second most points to the tight end position. And then George Pickens, get him in your lineup. I, I think he could have a big week against this Houston defense. Um, and then, sorry, let me scroll to Houston here. Uh, CJ Stroud, looking like he – is he going to bust that Ohio State mold, Jesse, of being bust? Because, uh, I don't know, he's looked pretty good so far through three games. Well, he's.
1: I think another part of the bust situation is the uh, the win-loss record. That's that's probably the one that that needs to improve the most. I know we're looking at it as fantasy I know. And going. He's, he's looked great, but he's he's one and two and they're probably going to lose 12 games this year. So, um all right,
0: all right. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Um, let's I let's look... just
1: see, but I I think I think both him and Fields could
0: could turn this around. They're really good quarterbacks. They just need better situations. Yeah. So, believe it or not, Pittsburgh's actually been pretty vulnerable to a lot of these position groups. They're giving up a lot of points, not to the quarterback position. So, I'm they're Uh, giving up the 13th fewest to the quarterback. So I'm not really looking to start C.J. Stroud in this one. Um, And they're giving up the uh, seventh most to the running back position, but it's really hard to trust Damian Pierce. Um, He could probably make a flex, but I don't love him as an RB2. I'm not starting Dalton Schultz in this one, Pittsburgh Stout against tight ends, but I do like the wide receivers in this one. So I think Nico Collins and Tank Dell, uh, Pittsburgh's given up the sixth most points to the wide receiver position. So play both Collins and Tank Dell in this one. All right.
1: I like it. Um, Moving on to the Rams and the Colts. This one is a coin flip. You don't always see that. This is a zero point spread. Um, 46 point over and under uh, at Indy. Who you got in the Rams
0: Colts game? That is surprising. You know, I think we've been doing this the last couple of years. I don't think I've ever seen a complete zero so far doing Mm -hmm. this so that is interesting um i like the rams a lot their players in this one a lot matt stafford i like him as a super flex option and uh as like a deeper league quarterback option in this one colt's given up basically the most fantasy points and they're a top three unit in every meaningful quarterback category so excuse me i really like matt stafford in this one um i like kyron williams a lot in this one he had 95% of the snaps two weeks ago, 100% of the snaps last week. He had 100% of the running back usage last week. So I don't care who you are. You're going to get fantasy points if you're getting 100% of the usage at the position. So definitely start him. I like Tyler Higby as a um, tight end option this week. I think he could come through. Colts giving up a ton of points to tight ends. And then Puka Nakua, I think he finishes as a top five wide receiver this week. Colts giving up the second most points, targets, receptions, and receiving yards to the position, so get him in your lineup. And I think 2-2 two, Atwell two you could get in your lineup as well. Um, and then let's go to Indy here, uh, Anthony Richardson. Uh, he's proving to me so far. I know he's only played one and a half games, but looks like a must-start player. That's not a great matchup. It's uh, the Rams are giving up the six most points to the position, but I'm still starting him until I until further notice. He just looks he looks like he's a different level athlete. Um, not a great matchup for Zach Moss Rams. giving up the 12th fewest points to the position, but he's getting so much work and he's getting so many of the snaps similar to what I said about Kyron Williams. So yep. get him in your lineup. Um, and then Michael Pittman, I told you, Jesse, I think I'm going to be wrong about him. I stand by that. I think he's going to be good this year. Uh, it's not a great matchup on paper, but you're still playing him, uh, until further notice.
1: All right. Next game here. We're still in the morning games. We've got the bucks at the saints. Saints are favored by three at home uh i think i think this might be our lowest over under 39 and a half not a lot of implied
0: points here no and i think that has a little bit to do with baker mayfield and james winston uh as the signal call, signal callers in this one um, not looking to start baker mayfield uh rashad white not a great matchup for him new orleans has a good defense they're giving up the seventh fewest points to the running back position um so not excited to start him um but Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, even though the matchup's not there, New Orleans given up the 10th fewest points, you're still, you're still playing them more than likely. Uh, we, I will say, um, who's, that, Mark, uh, who's the corner for the Saints? Um, I'm blanking on his name, the Ohio State oh, guy. The Lattimore? Lattimore. He, he does seem to have Mike Evans' number um, over their careers, um, but it's really hard to sit Mike Evans with the connection he and Baker Mayfield have right now. But I'm just pointing that out as kind of maybe a tiebreaker for some people. Uh, and then on the Saints side of the ball, uh, Jameis Winston. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable starting him. Um, it's kind of a middle of the road matchup, but uh, I, yeah, I just, you'd have to be super desperate to throw him in your lineups. Kamara comes back this week. Not a great matchup. Um, Tampa Bay's pretty good against the running back position. They're giving up the um, 13th fewest points to the position. But if you've got Kamara, you've been holding on to him, you're probably going to still want to throw him in your lineup. Um, and then the wide receivers, Chris Olave must start. Uh, Michael Thomas, he's not not doing amazing, but he's getting like 10 points every week. Um, I think he could do that again in this one. So as kind of a flex option. I don't mind him. All right. Next game here.
1: Commanders at the Eagles. Eagles are favored by nine. Um, using your handy dandy guide, it looks like the uh, Eagles are good at stopping the run and not as good at the pass, which will, and I think it's just because they force everyone to throw because of their
0: Georgia Bulldogs defense does not allow any running up the middle. Yeah. Well, a few weeks ago, week one, Mac Jones finishes the QB two on the week. I don't think any of us would have projected that against this Eagles defense. Um, I, so on paper, it's a really good matchup for Sam Howell. Eagles giving up the eighth most points to the quarterback position, but it's really hard to trust him, especially after we saw them actually play a good team last week. Like when they played Buffalo, he looked awful. Wouldn't be shocked right. if he has a similar type game at Philadelphia. So he's a guy, even on even though on paper it looks like a good matchup, I don't feel comfortable throwing him in my lineup. I think we see Brian Robinson come back down to earth this week. He only had 10 touches last week, Jesse. Um, he's the RB8 right now. I think he falls out of the top 12 after this week. Philly giving up the fewest fantasy points to the running back position. And here's the thing. The only thing that they're not a top five unit against is receptions to the running back position and we know brian robinson isn't the receiving back on this team it's antonio gibson so both running backs i I don't really feel comfortable starting brian robinson because he is the rb8 maybe as a flex but don't feel don't be scared to bench him just because he has that overall rb8 uh finish right now um And then Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson, I think I feel a little more comfortable with McLaurin right now. Jahan Dotson looking like he's not getting it done so far for fantasy, only averaging six points per game. So McLaurin's probably the only wide receiver I feel okay with starting. I'm probably not looking to start uh, Dotson uh, in this one, though. And then on the Philly side of the ball, you don't really bench your Eagles. They all look so good. Um, The only one I'll bring up, DeAndre Swift and Dallas Goddard, because you're starting all the other ones um i'm still starting swift until further notice jesse uh, th- with what he's been doing i don't care what the matchup is i don't care if there's a threat to kenny gainwell i'm playing him until further notice he looks really then, good yeah he he does and then dallas goddard he's been busting big time so far this year and washington's not a good matchup for tight ends either they're giving up the six fewest points to the tight end position i, I feel like i want to give it one more week with dallas goddard uh because i think i still think he's probably an every week start but if he can't come through Soon, he might be more of a streaming tight end because for, for whatever reason, he's not the one getting the ball uh, right now. So um, but I think until further notice, let's keep him in our lineups.
1: I got a trade offer from Andrew this morning, and in, in it's the uh, the tight ends. Nobody wants Dallas Goddard for um, for Kyle Pitts. <laughs> 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 the two guys you that have, are like doing nothing so far. You have Kyle Pitts. Yeah. In our
0: in our, uh, our redraft that we did. Oh, not, not gotcha. The Dynasty. Gotcha. 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 Um, yeah, I could see that P- Pitts does have some better matchups coming up. So that makes sense. Um, All right. Uh, next game is Bengals at the Titans. Um,
1: and bangles are favored by two and a half, uh, kind of a lower on the point total though. Every time there's a Titans game, good, good Titans defense, 40 and a half on the over under.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, I really hope the Bengals come back to life in this one. And I think they can, uh Joe Burrow huge bust right now he's the QB 30 in fantasy points um but it's a better matchup this week because the Titans are good to start stopping the run but they're not good to stop in the pass so um I would start Joe Burrow in this one if he can't get it g- done against Tennessee then we should really start worrying a uh, bad matchup for Joe Mixon though do not expect a lot of rushing yards uh for Joe Mixon if he's going to get it done it's going to have to be off of little dump off passes and you hope he gets a touchdown so I'm expecting a not like he's been putting up big point totals, but I'm not expecting a big game for him, but hard to bench him with the amount of volume that he's getting. Um, and then Jamar Chase, he he calmed everybody's nerves last week, scored 24 fantasy points or something like that. I don't remember the exact number, uh, but he had 14 targets. So that was promising. Uh, you're starting your receivers in this one. Both he and Higgins, smash matchup. And then even Tyler Boyd um, is like a deeper desperation flex play. I think he could come through because Tennessee's, their secondary is not good so you can exploit them and then on the Tennessee side of the football um obviously you're not starting t- Tannehill Derek Henry I, I think this is gonna be a tough matchup for him Cincinnati's good against the run they're giving up the ninth fewest uh fantasy points to the running back position and um they're just they're just stout against the running back you still have to play him but it's it's gonna be tough and then uh I'm not starting Chig the only wide receiver I'm looking to start is Hopkins, but even this it's a, it's a bottom 10 matchup. So Hopkins is more of a wide receiver, uh, wide receiver three or flex option.
1: All right. Next game here. We've got the Raiders at the chargers chargers are favored by five, uh 48 and a half point over under. Uh, I like the chargers at home in this game. They, they looked really good last week. What do you got in this one?
0: Yeah, these, this should be a fun one to watch Um right now. The, Top two, top three wide receivers in Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen going head to head. Keenan Allen looking like a steal right now in drafts. He was targeted 20 times last week, Jesse, 18 catches. Um, it's hard to beat that. So, uh, but I'm threw not a starting touch, jo- And and threw a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he <laughs> threw a touchdown. Forgot about I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. So I think in this matchup, uh, you're not starting Joshua Kelly. I don't care. The matchup looks good on paper. That guy cannot be trusted. It was a great matchup last week, and he came through. I think he's got back-to-back weeks of like three fantasy points. So I don't care what the matchup looks like. I'm not playing him. Um, Gerald Everett sneaky start here. Maybe he gets a few more looks given the fact that, uh, Mike Williams is out, you know, for the rest of the year. So I think Gerald Everett could be a decent, like kind of desperation tight end start as, uh, Vegas is giving up the six most points to the tight end position. Um, and then Josh Palmer, I think he's also another sneaky start in this one. It's like a flex play. Um, against the Raiders now that Mike Williams is out and on the Vegas side of the ball. Um, there was a lot of people, a, a lot of analysts that were low on Devontae Adams this year. And I wasn't quite sure why they were worried about Jimmy Garoppolo, but I was like, it's not like th- th- you know, we didn't just lose Patrick Mahomes and went to Jimmy Garoppolo. It was like Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Which is at best, what a lateral move. Mm-hmm. So uh, Devontae Adams he had a 40% target share last week. He's just, Obviously, you're starting him, but I just wanted to bring up that he, that guy is just so good. Um, but I also like Joe Kobe Myers in this matchup. Uh the Chargers, very beatable um in the secondary. They're getting up the third most fantasy points to the wide receiver position. So get Myers in your lineup. And then um Josh Jacobs, it's been frustrating, but I think you got to still keep rolling with him. He's still getting all, all the work. It's it's a decent matchup. Uh the the sorry, the Chargers, they're they're not the worst against the running back position, but they're decent. So I think Josh Jacobs comes back to life a little bit in this one. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, it's a great matchup for him as well. So I think in deeper leagues, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is an okay streamer start. They're giving up the fourth fewest points to the quarterback position. The fourth most, I should say, sorry.
1: All right. Next game here. uh, Patriots at the Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by six and a half. Um, everybody's darling after the first two weeks, they kind of laid an egg with Arizona. So let's see what they got in the tank over under a 43 and a half. Not sure what to make of this game. I, I do not like betting Patriots against them or for them or anything. You never know what you're going to get. So um, I would not be surprised if the Patriots played well on the road in Dallas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dallas is one of those stadiums where it's not as daunting. Um, I, teams seem to play okay on the road there. Um, the only guys I think worth bringing up on the Patriots side of the football or Ramondre Stevenson and Hunter Henry, um, both it's a terrible matchup. Dallas giving up the third fewest points to the running back position. So, I mean, it's hard to bench Ramondre Stevenson. You took a you took him in probably the third or fourth round, but just know this is a very bad matchup for him. I could see him struggling in this one. And then Hunter Henry, same, really bad matchup for him. But with how horrible the tight end position's been lately, uh, you might be forced to. Just know Dallas giving up the tenth fewest points to the tight end position. Um, and then on the Dallas side of the ball, uh, not a great matchup for Dallas either. You're obviously starting Tony Pollard, but Dak Prescott, I don't know. He's a, I I had him in my sit uh, article yesterday, Jesse, as new England's given up the fifth fewest points to the quarterback position. So, um, I think Dak only if you're desperate, I, I don't feel comfortable throwing him in my lineups right now. Um, and then Jake Ferguson, he's actually the tight end, I believe the tight end 11 right now has the same amount of points as uh, Mark Andrews, but this is a really bad matchup. Uh, Dallas giving up the third fewest points to the tight end position, the f- fewest receptions to the tight end position. So he's probably looking like a, a bench for, or sorry, New England's giving up that. Uh, so he's looking like a bench for me. Obviously you're starting CD Lamb, but the other wide receivers, I'm not quite as excited to start. So it's pretty much for me just Tony Pollard and C.D. Lamb. The other ones I'm probably looking to bench. All right, our next game here, Cardinals at the 49ers. This is our
1: biggest point spread of the week. They got the 49ers favored by 14, uh, over under a 44. Uh, feels like Vegas isn't quite buying the uh,
0: the Cinderella Cardinals right now. It's, it's, it's a hard purchase. You know what else <laughs> is a hard purchase? Getting a Joshua Dobbs jersey from the Cardinals team store. Oh, yeah. Did that you see that video? Fire no did you see that there's a video joshua dobbs put on social media where he was at the cardinals facility and you can i guess order a jersey from like a kiosk Uh uh-huh and he tried to type in his name and it was like player not found (laughs) (laughs) and and it goes cardinals did their starting quarterback dirty (laughs) oh my god that's awesome yeah yeah so he's done well i mean he's given everything for the guy man yeah wouldn't it be amazing this like cinderella story he he uh, gets them to like a 500 record or something when everyone's oh, expecting God. them yeah. to be the worst team. Yeah, no, they've played well. They have played and they've been competitive. Uh, anyway, but the only guy we care guys we care about on this roster are James Conner, Zach Ertz, and Marquise Brown. Maybe Rondell Moore. James Connor, I'll never say to bench him again. Uh, every time I do, no matter how daunting the matchup, he comes through. So he's flex worthy. It's a. I'll just say it's a bad matchup, but you can't get him out of your lineup. And then Zacher, it's a bad matchup for him as well. So, it kind of depends on your tight end options. Um, the uh, 49ers giving up the ninth fewest points to the tight end position. I don't expect much from him in this one. Um, Marquise Brown, it's a better matchup uh, for the wide receiver position as San Francisco is giving up the sixth most receptions and targets to the position. So, I think he could be like okay in this one. He could get a few receptions, but all, all across the board, I'm not expecting that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm expecting bad numbers from him. Uh, the Cardinals, 49ers start everybody, even if it's Ayuk, if it's uh, Kittle, all of these guys you're starting because any one of them can go off at any week. Um, Brock Purdy, I like him this week as well. Um, kind of depends on your options, but just start your 49ers and their defense as well.
1: Well, I'm going to listen to you and uh, bench Lamar Jackson and start Brock Purdy. How's that for being brave and, and throwing? <laughs> That's
0: very brave. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm as brave as you, but I don't think it's, <laughs> I, I don't think it's a horrible move either. Because I yeah, know Brock Purdy going to score some points.
1: I I like I like that matchup a lot more than the everything you just said about Lamar Jackson and his matchup. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. I'm jo- I'm trying it, Stephen. It's fun. Okay, this is right. fun. Well, you know fun. what? If if it if it works out, bring it up on uh on Monday's podcast because I'd be curious. We'll right. do. We'll do. Okay, Chiefs. Okay. Uh, Chiefs at the Jets here night game, eight and a half point yeah. uh, spread. Chiefs are favored. Forty one and a half point over under. I am guessing the, uh, the low over under is not because the Chiefs aren't going to score. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am thinking it's because the Jets aren't going to score. Are we going to uh, see uh, Trevor Simeon
0: soon for the Jets? I don't know, but doesn't eight and a half seem like like really like it should be higher than that? Doesn't yeah, it seem like, like it should I, be like fourteen well, or something? Well, and
1: then the just the the fact that the in, implied total is so low, it mm-hmm. feels like. I mean this this feels like a game that could definitely be like thirty five to seven. So, you know,
0: are we sure Vegas doesn't d- doesn't realize Aaron Rodgers isn't playing in this game? I don't know. I, I don't know what they think. Well, uh, you know, the, t- the two Chiefs are starting in this one. The other guys, Isaiah Pacheco, I think he could have a decent game in this one. Um, the J- Just because of the game script and because the Jets are giving up the, the third most touches to the running back position, I could see him getting a ton of handoffs in this one maybe come through with a touchdown he actually came up short of the goal line twice last week he still scored 15 points last week but could have had a bigger game so uh, I like him in this one wide receivers I'm not starting that's one area the Jets are good Uh, sauce Gardner and company in the secondary are good and I don't trust these wide receivers anyway so I'm not really looking to start any of them and then on the New York side of the ball uh, (laughs) I think the only I mean you got you probably got to start Garrett Wilson but other than that, man, I'm not. I'm not looking to start many jets. I, I don't think you can trust the running backs right now. Um, and the Chiefs are good against the running back position, giving up the fifth fewest points to the position. Uh, they're a top, a top five unit against running backs. Um, so for me, it's kind of just Garrett Wilson and not really anybody else.
1: All right, and our Monday night game here, Stephen. Dude, you're cruising. I, I challenge Steven I, to go I, a little faster with these and look, yeah. look where we're at. We're doing great. Uh, see. Seahawks at the Giants. The Seahawks are favored by one point, uh, a little bit higher on the over/under
0: at 47. So maybe we get some points out of both teams here. Yeah, I'm excited to watch this game. Actually, Seattle is a fun team to watch. Um, it's a middle of the match, uh, middle of the road matchup for Geno. Um, The Giants are just kind of middle of the pack against stopping quarterbacks. So it just depends on your your options there. Uh, Kenneth Walker, RB three right now, and I don't see that stopping. It's a good matchup for him uh Giants giving up the seventh most points to the running back position so obviously you're still playing him curious to see if we start to see a little more Zach Charbonnet he had a, a really mm-hmm. impressive couple plays in his last game completely beast most beast moded beast moded a guy at like mm-hmm. the goal line last week sent him out of the back of the end zone it was insane um so I'm curious if we'll see more of him uh the wide receivers you're, I, I'm not I'm not looking to start Noah Fant I still wonder if he's a good tight end he i just all these other iowa tight ends are just destroying it in the league i'm still waiting on him but can't trust him right now but the matchup's actually okay for tight ends uh and then the wide receivers uh you're starting dk you're starting locket it's not a great matchup but those guys still got to be in your lineup N- but not jsn he's just not involved enough right now um in this and the matchup's not great to begin with so i would keep him out of your lineup and then the new york side of the ball I just scrolled past him. Uh, it's actually a really good matchup for Daniel Jones. I think that's what Daniel Jones is right now. He's a streaming quarterback. And this is one of those good weeks, Seattle giving up the second most points to the quarterback position. Uh, they're basically a top three unit to attack for quarterbacks. So I think you can start Daniel Jones in this one. Uh, if you like to live dangerously, um, it's also a decent matchup for Matt Breida. Um, Seattle's very vulnerable. Actually, Seattle's all of the position groups that the giants have, uh, are good on paper matchups against Seattle so you're starting Darren Waller if you're desperate you could probably throw in Matt Breida and I I mean I'm not throwing in any of these wide receivers but Seattle ranks at the bottom in every wide receiver category uh, so far in this one so somebody I think will come through for those Giants wide receivers but I can't tell you who so hey maybe this is the week
1: where uh Jacob finally gets his Jalen Hyatt 65 yard <laughs> touchdown pass, <Good>. you know. Because <laughs> he be. hasn't Could really be. done a lot. I don't I don't know if you've noticed, Steven. He's hasn't really appeared much on our uh
0: This it's not a fun unit. The their, their wide receiver unit is uh I've seen better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet they're wishing they had Zay Jones
1: uh at at this yeah. point. Or Flowers. Flowers or Jones. See now I get all oh, confused. Yeah. So. Flowers, I meant flowers. Flowers, <laughs> I I think we would all want to say flowers on our team as a wide receiver. Yep. That guy's good. Yep. All right. Well, that's it for the flex. We did pretty good there. Uh, make sure you tune in next week. Uh, we do our or we do our NFL recap pod on Monday night. Comes out you know early Tuesday morning. We put out an NCAA football pod at the middle of the week, and then we always do these flex episodes on Friday mornings to try and help you guys out. Uh, I did think Steven as well. What I need to do at the end of the Devi Pod for for those of all those people that are following is is just do a real quick Thursday night. You know, who do you like on the Thursday night game? I was thinking about that ah, this okay. week. So, so oh. I'll give you a little bonus if you if you listen to my my twenty minute NCAA pod, we will uh we'll preview the Thursday night game on that pod from now on. So love it. All right, guys, it's been fun. Uh, thanks for joining me, Stephen, and good luck this weekend.
0: Yeah, buddy, have a good weekend.